Welcome to the Boys in the Iceberg, the podcast where we recap Avatar The Last Airbender episode by episode for fans new and old. I'm your host, John Listman, immigration attorney by day, stand-up comic by night, airbender at heart, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. I'm Jeff Miller, TV writer, avid mind wanderer, and aspiring waterbender. Mm -hmm. My God, this book, this story is chugging along. We're up to... Book three, episode 14, The Boiling Rock, part one. Yes, we are. Oh, man, we are approaching the finale. Mm -hmm. uh, in this one, seeking to redeem himself for his failure during the invasion, Sokka learns from Zuko about The Boiling Rock, a top security Fire Nation prison. The two infiltrated in hopes of rescuing Sokka and Katara's father, Hakoda, after discovering Suki imprisoned there, but no sign of Hakoda, Sokka and Suko hatch a plan for the three of them to escape. Chit Sang, another prisoner, overhears the plan and joins their escape efforts. As they are nearing escape, they discover a new batch of prisoners set to arrive. Sokka, Zuko, and Suki decide to postpone escaping in case one of the new arrivals is Hakoda. Chit Sang and two other prisoners try to escape alone, but they get caught. To be continued, Oof. part one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's you know, it's it's um, we've now gone, you know, we're 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 at this final stage of of book three, and last episode, you know, now that Zuko's joined the team, Aang had his little adventure with uh, Zuko, not little, um, yeah. and it seems like we're gonna be doing that for more than just Aang, because now. Sokka gets his. It's Sokka's and Zuko's adventure for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. So it starts off. Zuko serves freshly brewed tea to his new friends at the Western Air Temple. He tries to tell them all a tea joke his uncle once told him, but no one finds it funny as Zuko could only remember the punchline. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> While serving tea, Sokka asks to talk to Zuko alone. Sokka asks where Zuko thinks Fire Nation criminals and war prisoners would be imprisoned. Zuko refuses to tell, since knowing will only make Sokka feel worse, until Sokka states that he is concerned for what happened to Hakoda after his failed invasion. Hesitantly, Zuko answers Hakoda would most likely be taken to Boiling Rock, a prison in the center of a volcano located between them and the Fire Nation. Zuko is suspicious of why Sokka would ask such a thing so randomly, but the latter promises him he's not planning anything. Randomly, I mean, it's so transparent. Yeah. Sokka, yeah, that's definitely one of the first notes here is that Sokka is just really bad at lying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he would not get passed off. No. Uh before the episode goes off on the Sokka and Zuko adventure, there is a happy moment where Zuko is serving tea to everyone. It's like, it's, it's a nice ritual. He, he's kind of, uh, I don't know, taking care of everyone. I don't know if the servant role is his, but he's kind of humbling himself to the group, still wanting to gain their respect. Uh, and he, he does it or he tries to do it with this Iroh style joke. <laughs> I was just going to say, he's definitely taking after Iroh. And it seems like he's thinking, you know, what would Iroh do now in all these scenarios? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not only is he being a gracious host and, and kind of a humble servant, um, but he's trying to, you know, lift everyone's moods and keep it lighthearted and laugh. And he's also trying to be 
wise and give guidance to everyone. It's a really nice uh, side of Zuko that we're seeing here. Yeah. Um, somewhere in this paragraph, I hope, is uh, <laughs> this great line from Zuko. I'm never happy. <laughs> oh, like, yes. Yeah. Um, well, that's that isn't right here. That's very soon, though. So, uh, um, yeah. Well, or or is it when they're talking alone? I don't remember. Um, yeah. I think, you know. Yeah, it happens it, soon. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, amazing stuff early on here. Mm. Uh, Sokka with the Zuko mentality of needing to regain his honor. Yes. Uh, what? If ever there was a guy who could tell you about the uh, struggles with needing to, re I mean, <laughs> pretty much the whole story arc here is Sokka goes on a Zuko style mission and drags much. Uh, Zuko along. Yeah, right down to the not really thinking ahead. Yeah, no, no, no exit <laughs> strategy whatsoever. Uh, yeah, this is you know again, this is Aang had his connection with Zuko in terms of that spiritual bending, you know, vibe. And uh, here, the connection with Zuko and Sokka would be this kind of warrior's pride and, mm. you know, feeling like you've let those closest to you down or you've let your tribe down or your people down and you're trying to redeem yourself. And they both kind of consider redemption um, to be equivocal uh, to uh, honor, you know, mm. regaining honor. Mm -hmm. um and that's and, and you're right like you said it before that you know zuko's like oh well yeah I'll tell you a thing or two about that <laughs> um uh, yeah yeah so Sokka tries to sneak out on appa in the middle of the night as he climbs into the saddle he finds zuko is there waiting and the firebender berates him for such a poorly thought out plan <laughs> Sokka explains the invasion plan was his idea and it failed causing his father and many others to be captured and jailed by the Fire Nation. He informs the young prince that he hopes to regain his honor by rescuing his father. And to Sokka's surprise, Zuko decides to go along with him. Instead of using Appa, he suggests they use the war balloon that he stole to escape from the Fire Nation capital. The next morning, the gang finds a note stating Zuko and Sokka had gone fishing together, leaving Aang with homework to continue his firebending practice, much to the Avatar's annoyance. Uh, well, at least they left a note. I, I mean, this whole departure, you're going to take up and go in the middle of the night. Uh, hey, maybe let's take this war balloon. I mean, wow. Well, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't really bother me that much watching, you know, I, I, I guess it, it was also kind of neat to see like, okay, hey, here's, you know, something that they may do often and we just don't necessarily hear about it, why they would have not, you know, maybe they decided not to take Appa, the group's thinking because they're in the Fire Nation and if a war balloon spotted, it's a lot less dangerous than if a giant flying bison is, knowing mm -hmm. that he's with the Avatar. Um, I think if Zuko little... hadn't been in the saddle, yeah. Sokka and Appa would have been... Uh... We would have seen a, a, a froey opera, all the humidity from the volcano. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so true. And it's funny yeah. that, you know, he just gets over telling Zuko, man, I made horrible decisions during the invasion. And as a result, all these people are in prison. So 
here's my next. Come on, decision. here's my next horrible decision. Let's do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You'd almost yeah. wonder, like, man, if he's really that upset and humbled by his bad decision making, wouldn't he at least be, for somebody who's such a bright strategist, smart enough to like maybe ask us, you know, somebody else for a suggestion? I get that he didn't want anybody to stop him, mm-hmm. but then talk to Katara. Yeah. Talk to you know what I mean. Um, yeah, absent from this episode. Uh, I mean, largely, she's she's got like one or two lines. Um, same with Aang. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised they didn't have more. They didn't. Oh, it's just a note. This is normal. Well, we're, we're, like uh, I don't know. They could have been kidnapped up until not that long ago. The uh, Sparky Boom Man was on their tail. Like, yeah, I I, I guess they have no reason to worry. They didn't hear Appa going nuts or being or being bothered. It didn't seem like anything was awry or that there was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in a very safe place, you know, especially yeah. for any try to, you know, firebenders to get to. Um, as of yet, we'll see more later. Uh, but I didn't really mind it, you know, it wasn't that, like nobody seemed to care that much when Zuko and Aang left. You know what I mean? I think that just because Aang's not a part of it, well, um, this is that same kind of episode, like when when we got to see Sokka, you know, mastering sword bending or or, or sword fighting. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll cut. We we may or may not cut back to them, but this isn't really about them. This is about Zuko and uh, Sokka. Definitely. Which, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, for me. I don't know, this Aang and Zuko adventure, I mean, it, it wasn't for the sake of their camaraderie and friendship, although that was a, a great uh, side product. It was to learn how to firebend, maybe the entire purpose of this whole season. Uh, so that to me is paramount. Uh, and and then to now have what I would say is a filler-ish episode. Uh, it, it, it feels out of place. I, I mean, I, I don't know what I would substitute it with, but because uh, you can't have epicness eight episodes in a row. You can't. And, you, you know, we were talking about it this before we started recording how, you know, look, we are in the final stretch here, but that final stretch is just about Aang learning firebending and then going back and facing everyone. Mm. So what they're really doing now, you know, before they were waiting for the others to arrive and devising a plan for this attack, here all they can really do is sit tight not get caught, not get discovered, and wait for Aang to master firebending from Zuko before they can go attack. Zuko leaves Aang with clear instructions to continue his training. Um, They only say they're going fishing for a few days, and I can only imagine how boring and dull Mm -hmm. a bunch of episodes about Aang... Like, Bitter Work was fun, but could you imagine like three or four episodes of just Aang training one bending art? It just wouldn't really work they can't really go anywhere right now because of all the fallout and now and now that the world knows that ang's back they can't just try to meander into the fire nation yeah you know, unseen or he in needs, disguise I mean, listen he, he has his instructions he will be practicing he needs a supervision i i, I it's just uh zuko was needed more with ang at this point yes i i also feel like they're not you know, A, the group only thinks they're gone for a couple of days to go fishing. Mm-hmm. Given how much time it takes to learn, I don't think that's much, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, for them, a couple of days, could you imagine being a Fire Nation prisoner? I mean, they're not also just going to bond with each other. They're going 
in in Sokka's mind with the hopes of rescuing their dad and everyone else. Don't forget when they left, they said, this isn't goodbye. It's just like goodbye for or whatever it was like, yeah, not as long this time, you know, we'll come back for you guys. These guys made an ultimate sacrifice, all of the, all these warriors to let these, these younger kids get away. Um, and I think it's perfectly fair that, you know, Sokka is trying to take advantage and go and maybe get these guys back. It is a huge risk. You're right. Taking the only firebending teacher they have now that I think about it. Yeah. But as we saw, or as, as we, <laughs> with, as we've no heard, Sokka is not, Sokka's not the, the brightest bulb here. Dangerous. I, I, I know. I feel like Zuko's job in this scenario would have been to resist going with him and to discourage him instead he's all to uh i don't know it, they, they bonded over this needing to regain honor business uh there and, is your yeah. i mean in, in fairness outside of locating this place and then one more moment later on it, it isn't Zuko doesn't really bring much to the table here but we'll get into that you're right like yeah. a lot of what happens likely could have still happened without Zuko except for one major thing which we'll get to but we'll talk about it we'll talk I still feel uh I would have taken a different direction but so be it uh the gang fly off in a different direction gang in this episode meaning Sokka and Zuko uh in the war balloon Sokka and Zuko sit in awkward silence Sokka tries to break the ice first by commenting on the clouds then by whistling eventually they talk about girls Zuko misses his ex-girlfriend, May, whom he be left behind in the Fire Nation. Sokka says his first girlfriend turned into the moon. Zuko replies, that's rough, buddy. Later that evening, they spot the prison below and descend in the balloon toward it. Large clouds of steam emit from the boiling volcanic lake surrounding the prison because the steam makes the air outside the balloon warmer than the air inside it. The balloon crash lands on the beach outside the prison walls. Sokka dumps the remains of the balloon into the boiling lake so it will not be found. Zuko worries. Sokka doesn't have any real plan, and they would be in serious trouble if they get caught. But the warrior assures him he will think of something. They infiltrate the prison unnoticed and steal the Fire Nation prison guard uniforms and helmets. Well, um, which bad decision do you want to talk about first? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's pretty much, uh... Well, before the bad, there's the Turn good. Turn it to the moon. Turn it to the moon. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> I mean, right. what, the iconic moment. Of course, dude, the, the banter here. Uh, uh, on the ship, on the way in, it's the two of them having their bond time. Because it really is. It and is. This, is, this is my favorite part of the episode. I mean, I don't know if that's saying that much, but it's a cool, uh, it's a, just a great moment seeing these two get to chat. You know, they are likely far closer in age um, than Aang and Zuko. Yes. So, like, there's an aspect to this that you could say uh, Sokka might be the first, you know, I, I guess you'd call it age appropriate. I don't know if a couple of years matters, but maybe mm -hmm. at that age. But it's like the first friend of Zuko's, that's a guy that's his age. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That oh, That yeah. isn't, like, related or something. Um yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Get to see, you know, I love how it's funny. Zuko's positivity or, or turning, you know, yeah. a, a new leaf yeah. uh, 
is making him now sound a little like Ty Lee when they're just trying to make conversation. Mm. Never, he's like, yeah, those clouds, they're pretty fluffy. Well, I think he was, <laughs> was trying to channel Iroh with the clouds. Mm. They have white on the light on the one side, dark on the other yeah. side. And the silver is a sound. Well, that's, that's later. Ah. Ah. But I mean, Iroh. when they're in there and they're just, yeah. uh, you know, kind of chatting away. Yeah. And there's nothing to talk about. And, you know, he's just like, how about, I think Sokka's like, how about those clouds? They look nice. It's like, yeah, fluffy. Um, Definitely. And the rough uh, buddy, you know. Okay. This, why, why sink the balloon? I mean, dude, uh, sink the balloon with some plan. Uh, did, I mean, what? Here's we- the thing, though. If that's found everyone immediately knows somebody's there. You don't think that the Fire Nation army is aware of the fact that it has a war balloon missing after the invasion? I mean, there's probably somebody keeping inventory on this stuff. As horrible and evil as the Fire Nation is, those at the top aren't as dumb as, like, Trump. So, you know, they probably have a good, well-organized militia despite being evil. Yeah. Um, they'll see that war balloon and understand what is that doing here? That How could that have gotten here? Somebody is here and they'd start looking for them. Um, I feel like they could have hidden. I mean, I don't, what was the plan? What, what, I, was it just to get into prison without, a, there's not even a hint of a plan. Like sometimes Zuko, his plan depends on um, fighting his way out with his fists or fire or whatever. And that at least has some sense to it. But when you're on this volcano, uh, completely in the most secure Fire Nation prison, you, you gotta give me a little hint of something. Um, especially since he didn't bring Katara, who I'm now thinking would be much better to have because she could at least bend the boiling water away. Why wasn't she? And they could walk going? by it. Because she would have um, probably said no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they yeah, and, have and, the and, Zuko adventure. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they go so far <laughs> as to say, you know, Sokka, oh, well, all my plans have really backfired, so I'm just kind of winging it. And it's like, well, winging it, you know, an incomplete plan is still is still a plan. <laughs> I mean, you had some semblance of a plan. There's there's a point to be made that, yes, there isn't a, a, a sky bison daycare. And yes, mm. Appa probably would have looked like somebody going into the... Bahamas or intense humidity and just completely throwing out. Um, But I also don't know why they couldn't have just like taken a bison whistle with them and had Appa drop them off and then come back and get them. But can he get that close? What if, God forbid, he gets burned? I don't know. Have the whistle on him and then ditch the fire nation, the fire uh, hot air Mm. balloon. Yeah. I think their their idea always was not not that you know the one way ticket was literally just the war balloon, which also is stupid because I get that you guys have Appa, but how valuable would having that war balloon as well been? Um, but uh, the guards and everyone, you know, they bring the prisoners to this prison somehow. So there is going to be another way to escape. There has to be some other way, um, but it's going to be really difficult and. I wonder if Sokka is still a little, you know, overconfident or overconfident because of what happened the last time 
there was an attempted prison break and it worked perfectly um, when they freed all those earthbenders. You just oh. can't count on multiple perfect prison breaks, even in, uh, even yeah. in the, especially in the Fire Nation. Uh, well, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, even the day of Black Sun, like for for all his, you know, thought out elements of that plan and how detailed it was, it was also very Zuko esque in terms of it was a detailed, intricate plan, right up to the point of attaining your goal. Yeah. But then there again, no, there was no exit strategy there either. They were just assuming they'd somehow in eight minutes reach the capital, secure the capital, and then get back to their ships unscathed, it's which really, was ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, so again, I'm starting to wonder yeah, just, what they're uh, thinking here. I don't know that we needed an episode of training, but uh, some, well, I mean, there's still time for Ang to show his... Uh, progress in training so yeah we return to Sokka and Zuko impersonating guards they are ordered to oversee a quarrel Chitsang a firebender prisoner is being harassed by a guard for not bowing down Chitsang declares bowing to the guards is not a rule and walks off the guard makes a whip of fire and lashes out as his back is turned and Chitsang's fire bends to defend himself Firebending is prohibited for prisoners in the prison, and Chitsang is sentenced to the cooler as punishment. A cooler is a small, insulated cell kept very cold, which firebending prisoners are locked inside. The guard forces Zaka to come with him to put Chitsang in the cooler, leaving Zuko in the prison yard. Okay, right. so uh, a little different in this prison than some of the other ones. A little more uh, rough and rowdy. You know, as much as this is a exclusively Sokka and Zuko adventure, for for this part one of this episode, the first eight minutes exist outside of this prison. So mm -hmm. they still do have a decent chunk of the episode before they even reach these shores. Um, and then once they're inside, it's it's great that they're able to kind of conveniently find these uniforms. I think it's hilariously convenient that these uniforms and the helmets have like perfect eye coverings that happen to also be colored red. Mm -hmm. Like what would Zuko have done if their helmets just had like openings in front of the eyes and just had the helmet, but you know, on the head, he would have been screwed. Um, makeup. <laughs> like literally every other fire nation soldiers uniform that doesn't have eye coverings. Yeah. Uh, and then the chit saying stuff. It's, it's great to see the first, the first prisoner that we're interacting with, in a Fire Nation prison where they're hoping to find war criminal or, you know, prisoners of war is a firebender, which yeah. is kind of like unexpected. I mean, this is the first time I think we've ever seen a firebender that wasn't like Zuko turning on them or Uncle Iroh or someone like that. Yeah. And or Zhang Zhang, you know, being accosted and, and being on at opposite ends of the Fire Nation. He must have done something so bad to be... <laughs> in Fire Nation jail with all his Fire Nation privilege uh, as a bender. I mean, you, you must think he has a lot of uh, pull in this empire. Uh, I love this idea of the cooler that they have these, uh, they have found ways to make people unable to bend. And of course it's logical what it would be. 
and uh, and how it would work. Yeah, you know, with Hama, she said that they took all the oxygen yeah. um, out at, or not all the oxygen, but they they made it especially dry air so that they couldn't get any moisture from it. And they tied them up. And for firebenders, yeah, it's it's something that's so cold that it resists heat. Um, earthbenders, it was just, well, it was stupid because they still had coal, but it was no no sense of soil or earth or anything. Um, and you're right, it's, it's really interesting to see how in each of these prisons, they have, or at least as far as we've seen for the Fire Nation, their, ver their prisons, we've now seen three examples of how they keep um, different benders from bending. Mm -hmm. We also see uh, how well Sokka and Zuko improvise as Fire Nation uh, wardens or security. Uh, you have Zuko, who's never good in social situations, and Sokka, you know, he's like, prisoners, am I right? It's, it's he's really uh, able <laughs> yeah. to adapt very well. It's, uh, it's easy, yeah. Well, it's funny because Zuko's got this weird... Like you could tell just whenever he has downtime, he's very awkward socially mm -hmm. um, because he's got this inner conflict and Sokka embraces it. I mean, we've seen it before with the therapy sessions and everything else where Sokka just loves kind of playing a character. Um, yeah. And he does a good job at it. Indeed. At lunch break for the guards, Zuko asks where dangerous criminals such as prisoners of war are confined. Zuko and Sokka meet up later on, and, and Zuko tells Sokka that Water Tribe prisoners are not in the prison. Sokka believes he has failed yet again, but Zuko tries to cheer him up by imitating Iroh's wise saying. Sokka does cheer up, not from Zuko's attempt, but at the sight of Suki in the yard. We got Suki! First Zuki sighting since Appa's lost Sir days. Yeah, that's the one. For us, for yeah. Sokka, it's since the Serpent's Past, but yeah. bottom line, yeah, we haven't seen her since book two, Oof. and it's great. Yeah, what Miss a sight Suki. to behold. Uh, exciting yeah. moment for the audience. Uh, here comes that silver sandwich <laughs> uh, line I, I was hinting so at earlier. Certainly, yeah. uh, it's nice to see this new Zuko that whenever he's in doubt, he thinks, uh, mm -hmm. what would Iroh do? What would Iroh do? Ironically enough, he had a very good point in there. He just kind of got lost in the rambling, but as I am wont to do on this podcast, but uh, he, you know, that, that silver lining is exactly what happened. You know, it's like, he's trying to express how, you know, they have a wonderful, you know, they, they have light tops and dark bottoms. And then there's a silver lining in between. Right now they're they're at their darkest moment that there's no water nation prisoners, but then the silver lining, hey, look who is here. Um, it definitely made sense that there weren't water tribe prisoners. And it begs the question later on, and, and I guess we'll get to it, but my whole thing was, of course they wouldn't ever bring a water tribe prisoner here. I don't care if it's boiling, this place is still surrounded by water. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, Yes, so maybe if they're in, in the shackles, yeah. but like there was too much steam in the air over the water to actually use um, fire bending or, you know, because like the, the, the heat rather was like the same, but steam and, and, and it's all a form of water. Even if it's boiling, it's still water. Um, it's still wet. 
and uh you wonder you know is that why i don't know you wonder you wonder uh i think somewhere in this we're introduced to the warden who uh lets out that no one has ever escaped from this prison uh so if the stakes not quite yet but almost well I don't remember. Not quite yet, but very, very soon. Soon enough. Yes. Elsewhere, Sokka locates Suki's cell and enters while wearing his helmet. He attempts to kiss her, but believing he's a Fire Nation guard, she pushes him down, knocking his helmet off in the process. Upon realizing it's Sokka, Suki, overwhelmed with happiness, is driven to tears of joy. She reveals to Sokka that she knew that he would come. Contrary to Azula's claim that she had given up on him, and a two-kiss. Zuko spots a guard coming and warns Sokka with some knocks on the door of the cell. Zuko tries to keep the guard out first with an excuse before having no choice but to resort to physical force. When Sokka comes out back in the guard disguise, he helps the guard rest Zuko to prevent suspicion, but whispers to him that he will figure something out. So Zuko allows himself to get captured. Zuko is interrogated by the prison's warden, who knows Zuko because the warden is May's uncle. The warden states that Zuko has broken May's heart after leaving the Fire Nation and that he intends to turn him into his father and collect the reward. Oh boy. All right, so Sokka arrests Zuko. Um, yeah, there. Okay, so let's let's head back to the top here. Um, man, these every time, just when you thought that you were done with the Star Wars references, they pull you back in. We get a pure Luke Skywalker saving Leia moment where she Mm. confuses him for a stormtrooper. Um, except here they're, well, even at the time there was some odd sexual tension given they were brother and sister. Mm. Nothing to worry about in that regard here. Uh, just wonderful for them to see each other again and how happy she is. And that's a great point that, you know, obviously there was a good chance that Azula was lying, but it doesn't mean that a part of it didn't feel like it might be true and maybe worried Sokka. And to hear her say, like, I knew you'd come. I never gave up faith or hope. Just kind of reiterating to him that, yes, Azula was full of it. And of course she wouldn't give up on you. Yeah. Um, is nice. Mm. nice. Nice to see. The, uh, the arrest uh okay i mean the whole scene was done pretty masterfully well it was done very well but at the same time i'm thinking like if there's a guard coming Mm -hmm. why don't they just immediately like do kind of what they do in the next episode not to get ahead but you know fake or or maybe it's actually this one where like you fake beating the prisoner just to give an excuse for you to be in there Mm -hmm. it's not like he was out of uniform from Yetta's helmet right there. Just she's coming and then start like, you know, pretend to throw her up against the wall and yell at her and be like, I don't give a fuck, you know, so, or, sorry for the language, but yeah. like just some lie. And yeah, I had to discipline this prisoner because she was being insolent and then go out instead of this whole idea of her having to like of Zuko having to overpower her and then get imprisoned. And unlike Sokka, well, not that they wouldn't recognize it, but like Zuko's a clearly unmistakable famous like unmistakable notorious prisoner here in the fire nation and again like you and i were talking about earlier your ang's only shot at a firebending teacher so like dude i i get it 
but is it worth the risk? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm. <laughs> you know, I know. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, uh, I hinted at this earlier. Sokka adapts better, but I think he's also having fun with the, uh, arresting Zuko here. Like, uh, as much as he has to play the part, uh, he leans into it. And uh, while in jail, Zuko learns the warden is May's uncle. Yeah, that felt like, oh, you're going to the principal's office. Like, like, like you, there was a special kind of. Uh, Could you imagine? Yeah, terror. I mean, not only have you just broken up with your girlfriend over what's basically a text, but you've done so. And now you're caught in a Fire Nation prison as somebody who just challenged your father, the Fire Lord, to help the Avatar overthrow him, and the person that you're dealing with, who is the warden of this prison, is your ex's uncle. I mean, it may seem like small world. I don't actually think it's small world because May is clearly from a very um, high-ranking family. Mm -hmm. uh, so it makes sense that, like, you know, one would be high-ranking government official, another might be a high-ranking military official or what have you, and becoming, or, or, you know, becoming a warden here. Because yep. this is evidently the biggest, most, you know, high, like highest demanding prison or, or highest, you know, uh, security prison prison in the Fire Nation. So like, it's yeah. a, it's quite an honor to be there, uh, Warden. Um, but yeah, this is rough bazooko. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, it's like being the head of Guantanamo Bay. I mean, in a, it, it, it's truly uh a title of honor, I guess, if you're into that thing, but I'm not. Uh, right. <laughs> let's, uh, later, we see Zuko and Suki are doing mopping duty together in the prison, and Suki agitatedly recognizes him as the prisoner who almost burned down her village. Zuko awkwardly apologizes and tells her, it's nice to see you again, and moves away. Sokka, still disguised, <laughs> huddles with the both of them for a plan with Chit saying overhears them and invites himself in on. They plan to use a cooler to ride their way out like a boat. First, someone will need to unscrew a cooler cell free. Zuko and Chit saying stage a fight where Zuko firebends. He is sent to the cooler and heaving or having used his breath of fire technique to keep warm is successful in unscrewing the cooler free. However, as guards pass by, Zuko and Sokka hide, overhearing that war prisoners are coming the next day. Sokka thinks there's a chance his father might be among them. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So in the previous paragraph, we forgot to mention, but um, you were saying it earlier. I think this is where the warden reminds everybody that no one has ever escaped yeah. on this uh, prison before. I dare say earlier before the silver sandwich yeah. uh, was the first time we hear it. I mean, okay. just when we are, it, so it really like at the outset, the, the stakes feel incredibly high. Uh, and in fact, they are uh, high enough to make an ex village burner your ally. Is that as we see here? Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, you kind of burned down my village. That that, that was her line. Very uh, yeah. blase. But no, that was not a joke, obviously. No, that was uh, 
Yeah, a lot of awkward, like meat, not cutes um, here. And then of course, Chet saying happens to be around there as they're talking about this plan. This is a very smart plan. Yes, using by, the by, boat, smart um, Sokka. Sokka. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were very reluctant to let Chit Sang in. I mean, I wish they had more firepower, so to speak, to uh, prevent him. You know what I mean? Like, but they had to kind of let him in. Uh, do you think he was useful to the plan? I mean, uh, would it have been better without him? He certainly helped. I think it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And we'll see why in a little bit. All right. Uh of course, Zuko is able to get all the screws loose. Uh, mm-hmm. No, oh, yeah. uh, no, no, no surprise there. It's uh, stage fight was funny. Yeah, hmm. I also want to say this: once they hear the news that there's a chance the father could be in the the ship the next day, uh, you know, the, the latest crop of prisoners, so to speak. Uh, that's the time to have the conversation on whether they should stay or whether they should go. This is the, I feel like this was delayed uh, until the last possible second. Obviously. They they talk about it. They didn't need to risk all this, you know, moving of the cooler. Well, they didn't really. uh, I mean, when they first hear this, they hear this after they do the removing of the cooler. Um, You're right. But they do talk about it briefly. Yeah. And we don't really know where they land. I mean, we, we basically get to Sokka saying, look, I could have cut and run early. And I didn't. And that's why we're here in the first place. I can't make that mistake again. Mm. And that's why he seems very determined to just go regardless. Um, because he's not going to let Suki. Not that he, it was his fault that she got captured the last time. But if he has an opportunity here to, 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 to save someone from prison and not you know, make things worse again, he's going to. Oh, yeah. We think. Indeed. So that night, they bring the loose cooler cell, and Chit Sang brings his girlfriend and best friend to the escape. So popular. Uh, Sokka, Mm -hmm. knowing about the arrival of new prisoners tomorrow, decides against escaping and stays at the prison to break his father out. Suki and Zuko agree to stay with Chit Sang, while Chitsang leaves with his friends. At dawn, Chitsang and his friends are sweating in the heat of the boiling water in the process, uh, in, uh, the boiling water cell boat, causing Chitsang to break a piece of metal and use it as an oar. He burns himself with the boiling water in the process and yells out in pain, all alerting prison guards to their escape attempt, and they are swiftly captured Catch the they catch the cooler cell drifting away. Meanwhile, Sakasuki and Zuko hide and watch the newly arriving prisoners. After a few come out, Sokka loses hope of seeing his father until one last person is called out. Hakoda. Da, 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 da. Okay, so um, <sighs> very early on in this paragraph, it says he decides uh, to stay. But this decision to stay, I mean, he really didn't. I, I feel Zuko had to give him this whole speech about how you have to fail and try and fail and try and fail and try. To Yeah. I, I think it was Zuko that talked him into staying. He did. He did. But he talked him into, uh, like, staying. 
Um, that's, I think that was part of his decision here. Um, yeah, there's a great line by Zuko where he says, uh, you can't quit because you're afraid you might fail. Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's right. Uh, but it's a great line. Um, that being said, you absolutely should have quit because you might fail in, on the day of the Black Sun so we could see why he's kind of yeah, waffling. Tough, tough call. Um, but it, it, it's great that it, it did pan out because, you know, what if he let them go um, and his father wasn't on that ship? Then they're, you know, screwed. Yeah. Uh, but now, okay, I want to ask you because do you think that it was inevitable that they would have been caught um, given, you know, would they have been able to take it if, if it was even just Sokka, Suki, and, and Zuko in this boat, in that boiling water, you know, the current didn't go nearly as strong as they were thinking. Would it have gone faster? Would they have known, you know, not to, it didn't seem very smart for this guy to take a piece of the boat no. that was protecting them off. No. Um, I wonder. I wonder, I think, uh, I wonder if it was heavier, if it would have moved faster or slower. Uh, mm. I, I, it, it would depend on the uh, water conditions, uh, but also, yeah. Imagine they could have gotten out of there at night. I, I, it just—you uh, you, got to wonder. I don't know. Yeah, Zuko um, could have absorbed the heat. Is that a maybe? Thing? I, I was wondering that too. Like, is there anything about, like, if let's say Zuko and Katara were there, could could Zuko remove the heat? And Katara just move lukewarm water. Um, I, I, yeah, I think with Katara, there we have some more uh, movement for sure. Uh, but uh, once at, at the same time, any kind of you know that you could tell that you know Sokka got a little splash, I think, on their way in, and he had to cover his mouth from screaming. And this guy obviously got hit with a lot of water and screamed. <laughs> um, I don't know, depending on how much water you get hit with, if you can resist yelling out in pain Ugh, yeah that's true we got that uh, harpoon is pretty ooh, legit on. also that they yeah, from, from the guard tower like hundreds of feet uh this harpoon uh but then on the uh and then you know of course once Sokka stays suki and uh zuko of course joined them mm -hmm. uh not always a given but certainly the right choice here um yeah dude this 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 so this prison in a volcano i just want to describe it a little better it's there's a volcano <laughs> and there's like a ship that goes to the base of the volcano but then you have to take a gondola to the top and then there's like a lake <laughs> of boiling water and then in the center of that lake is a little island uh and that's the prison so so it's when you see the gondola arriving uh it's the moment of truth and mm -hmm. uh, they actually i you know, really built up the tension nicely, like with everyone getting out and it really, really looked like uh, it, it wasn't going to be them. They kind of wasted their shot. And uh, lo and behold, it is dad, Hakoda. Thank uh, goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, listen, in that moment, you really just questioned the whole need for this mission in the first place. So sort of where I started on this app. Yeah. Uh, but, it's definitely uh, easy to feel that way. I mean, look, once we have Suki, it's not yeah, entirely for naught. For sure. But uh, you're right, and, and it's a huge panic here, and they do a great job having all these, you know, it's not just a few. It's like every, there's a whole 
it, it feels like every prisoner that was in this gondola had exited. Yeah, uh, there was just one more back in the shadows that hadn't yeah. gone off yet. Uh, um, quick thing about the prisoners on this gondola: one of the pirates. I mean, one of them was the pirate or a pirate from the waterbending scroll. And earlier, mm -hmm. there was a conversation like, "Oh, I heard one of the new guys is a pirate." Like, yeah, that was true. Yeah, uh, so uh, cool. nice little uh, shout out. Shout out episode to be continued because they're still mm -hmm. on this rock, only accessible by gondola. Uh, and Hakoda is not, you know what? I forgot. Hakoda is not a waterbender. No, no, he isn't. No. He will be, uh, be able to strategize, not bendize his way out of yep. this. One. It's going to be a tough one. We'll see. We'll see. But for now, that wraps up an episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. Woohoo! What a interesting app. Uh, a weird one, almost a filler at this stage, but a, a great episode, of course. Uh, final thoughts, closing remarks, anything we missed. You know, this is um, not only is it a an episode where it gives the Sakazuko bond a chance to build, um, but it also not not reintroduces, but it, it it regroups with some allies, obviously Suki, and then at the very end, it's Akoda. Um, but this is also very much Sokka's humble pie episode, where we really see that he has, you know, we really see how heavy the weight has been on him, uh, given what happened at the on the day of Black Sun, and how hard he's been taking it. And this is really his redemption arc. Mm -hmm what he wants it or what he thinks it ought to be. Yeah. Um, just, uh, and I, again, it's like, uh, I keep going back to this. Uh, did we need this? Or I, I like the episode and again, it works out. It doesn't, but it's just like, we have this countdown to the comet and uh, it doesn't really, is it comet related? I, I just can't help but feel like Zuko just learned how to, bend himself from a, a non-hateful source. So so he also has some training to do. But uh... the other thing, you know, Suki is there. Um, and, and I don't want to get too far ahead. You're right. They're not. It's not like they use Hakoda or, or his leadership when it comes time to invade or when it comes time for their big final assault in the finale here. So you're right. It does. That aspect of it lends it to be kind of fillery. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, we have made it. We've, we 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 got on the inescapable prison. Let's see what happens <laughs> next. Uh, yes, and that wraps up another episode of the Boys in the Iceberg. Woo! Well, be sure to follow the Boys in the Iceberg on Instagram and Twitter, and you could find our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor and pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for listening. Good night. Flamio, Hotman. <laughs>